You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. You are indeed listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kuntz along with Cindy Jennings, Coming co-host. to you from Duluth, Minnesota. And we've had a good show thus far, and I think the next guest is just going to top it off. So we have Monica Hendrickson. Monica, why don't you just, even though you've been on the air a few times with us, why don't yeah. you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I am actually live in Duluth, and I'm a parishioner here at St. James. Yes. I get to listen to Father I like, Rich's. I like how you said that. I get to listen. Yes, I, I don't know what you're going to listen to, but... To Father Rich every Sunday. (laughs) Better than saying I have to. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I'm honored this um, event coming up, the Vatican Unveiled. I was asked to chair the event. And so I I took that on. And it has been a great learning experience. And just great to kind of intersect with people both in in the historic realm but then also kind of learning more about the catholic faith yeah so i mean you i mean as a profession you kind of lead big events right i do i do i lead a lot of big events i do a lot of pr i do a lot of um crisis planning strategy work um but this is this is one of the most unique events i've done because Mm -hmm. it's so close to my heart personally you know when you think about your catholic faith um i think in the last um interview you know you were talking about how you know catholics are sometimes oh gosh you're catholic you're scary Mm -hmm. um people don't know what to think but then when when you start talking about your faith and you start talking about you know what that means to you individually um people kind of go oh well that's not so bad you guys aren't so bad so it's been a lot of fun to be able to share that um publicly with people as you're talking about it that are maybe just history buffs you know and you can start you can start talking about the fact that you know some of your artifacts go back mm-hmm. thousands of years so right. it's just really really a unique experience and you know i mean like you were saying what was said with the last guest um is that there's a lot of people that think of the catholicism as this really weird religion or there's like this inherent anti-catholicism sense for a lot of people it's this mystery and stuff mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that are anti what they think is the church yes they're not anti-catholic they're anti right. what they think is catholic and so yes that this, is true this event maybe is unique in regards to bringing the reality of the, at least the history of which mm-hmm. you know catholicism is steeped in history more than any other christian denomination mm-hmm. and so to bring this history and bring this to life so it's not so much of a mystery as right well. Right. And, you know, and I think sometimes people think of history and they think boring. I don't I don't want to know about this, but it's so important to really understand where we came from, how how we got to where we're at and where we need to go. Um, And you think of the Pope, you know, he's one of the most powerful and influential people in the world, but he's our leader. He's our spiritual Mm -hmm. leader. So it's probably a different vein for us to think of him. But, you know, I have have a couple people that are working with me on this event that aren't Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so we've we've seen some interesting comments on our Facebook page. Interesting Um, is a a very interesting way of putting it. Yes. (laughs) And and so um, we're 24-7 monitoring. But, you know, the question came up. They're like, why is this happening? Like, they just saw the event as, you know, this is great. This is wonderful. And I said, because we're 1.3 billion people worldwide, we're, you know, we're seen as as kind of this big kind of behemoth. And, and I think people look to us like we're trying to take over. Mm-hmm. And that is not what we are trying to do. We are trying to just live our lives. And, um, you know, I look at 
the the couple popes that I remember. You know, I'm I'm not that old. Um, and you think you're older than me, though, right? I am older than no, you. No, I was just kidding. No, are you I, serious? I, I'm fifty. I'll be fifty-two. I'm older than you. Oh, you are. <laughs> Dang. No. <laughs> I was just saying that um, to be funny. Anyhow, no, <laughs> I thought you were older anyway. So. Um, but you know, you think of of what what you've learned or what they can teach you. And, and even just looking at, you know, we've only seen pieces of your collection and hearing the bits and pieces, it really brings it together. Like, you know, I just had somebody on Facebook last night ask me, why are there two keys in the Vatican symbols? Mm -hmm. You know, what does all this mean? There's, there's a, a context behind all of it and there's meaning behind all of it. And it, helps to guide us every day just to be better people. The people that you said that are not Catholic, mm-hmm. do you see them kind of in these aha moments or anything? Or I mean, does it touch them in a different way that maybe it does? Because again, I think they didn't know. And so the, the more they get to learn, they're like, wow, the, this is, it's powerful, you know, and, you know, and they, <laughs> it's kind of funny. We have groups that work on Sunday mornings and, and I'm like, well, don't, text me at 8 30 because right. i'm yeah. at mass yeah. um and they're like you go every week and i said yeah i go every week and so it's again just being able to share like why that's important to me personally um it really helps kind of guide me and set me for the week and every week father rich he's got a one-liner that i remember all week long Aww. so what was it I last don't. week yeah <laughs> There's always something that sticks out at at mass. He does repeat it twice usually. Yeah, and I don't remember. (laughs) And uh, but anyway, it it goes back to just that the teachings and the learnings. um, But it's fun to be able to be able to further explain to someone why you're Catholic. Mm -hmm. Because for for many years, when I was you know younger in my twenties and thirties, I don't think I could. Really mm-hmm. vocalize it. So is this is this event uh, helping you learn more about your Catholic faith? In it particular? is well, and just the the <clears throat> the whys, some of the whys behind you know why is this important? Why are there so many rules? You know, rules air quotes around that. Um, but it does it it you know what we're really hoping to do with the exhibit. I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but you know I'm calling it right now like the Walk of Popes or the. <laughs> The Hall of Popes. Mm-hmm. We have over forty-four popes. We have that will be. We have relics and/or you know items from that are going to tell a story of again from the beginning to the to, to the end where we're at now. Just kind of our, our Catholic faith through through the eyes of the, you know the popes, Vatican. So maybe you know we might have listeners that are like thinking, okay, quit beating around the bush. What's this event? What are you talking yeah. about? What's going on? So maybe yeah. you say the specifics of what this is and what we're what yep. working so on. So the Vatican Unveiled event, it's the largest private papal artifacts collection outside of Rome. And Father Rich, who's hosting us today, is the owner of that collection. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been his life work, his life history, um, you know, kind of again to get the, the artifacts off the, the market, so to speak, but then to be able to have it and use it as educational pieces. Um, the goal of the event is is to share our faith and um, kind of learn more and kind of go through this journey. There's a lot of pieces within it, though, that we'll be showing that will probably... Um, I guess the best way to explain it is I think people will have kind of this pilgrimage um, experience with it. So very, I don't want to say somber, but kind of somber. Like when you go to any museum, you know, you're there to learn and you're there to have an open mind and kind of 
think about this differently. So the event is August 19th through the 21st here in Duluth at the deck. Um, we'll have some special guest speakers, and we can talk about that in a little bit. So is the is the whole collection going to be on? It is not going to be the whole collection because the collection is so large. He's been busy. Yeah. So so busy. I mean what? So I mean we have we have probably about 200 items. So it'll be about 180 to 200 items, and and both the popes will have some saints. Um, we have I forget um, about 25 saints I think okay. that it will be featured. Um, different um, documents. Um, you know, again, I I talk about this every time as Mother Teresa's cross from her habit. Um, you know, just an extraordinary piece to have in the collection. She was an extraordinary woman. Everyone kind of knows who she is. Mm-hmm. It kind of unifies, um, you know, no matter what faith faith you are. So, so in the uh, in the planning stage right now of the event, where yeah, what are some of the developments that have happened recently, and what's it look like planning such an event? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I think last time we talked was it a month ago or two months ago. I think she's been on almost every time. Yeah, maybe. Cause, and I think you were going to visit other museums and talk to curators yes, and stuff, right? Yes, we've been out talking to a lot of curators, um, you know, how, how to really display this and protect it. Um, you know, it's one of our one of our biggest fears is that something gets damaged either when you're moving it, when you're unrolling it, when you're unpacking it. You think that's your fear. I know. That's really my fear. <laughs> we, can, we can feel the fear of, yeah. <laughs> that's our biggest fear. Um, but it, you know, these things are, are so old and they're priceless. You know, it's, these are not replicas. They are they're the piece. It's it's a one of a kind piece. Um, so the historic value, it, you know, they're priceless. Um, so planning that, the the security piece of it has been one of the most challenging things that we've been working on because the deck is a very public place. Um, there's a lot of entry points. Um, we have to think of everything from you know theft when we're not there. So we you know we're planning overnight security, security cameras undercover security you know we're we're trying to plan for every scenario because you know there's just a, the world is crazy place right now so we really have well, to think and catholic that. churches are being attacked mm-hmm. these days because yes. of the whole roe versus wade thing yes. yes you know so the timing of this is a little bit you know scary it's tricky yeah, yeah. it's very tricky um a very heated and and we're planning for that mm-hmm. um you know and, and no matter how much you plan you always have to assume that there's something's going to happen that no, you, don't you said know. something that reminded me of something that uh, kind of lost uh, sight of is that you and your daughter are going to go down to the john paul II. yes yeah we were supposed to go to john paul ii and that got that was in washington in washington dc okay. yeah the national shrine okay um but we're still working with them and and really trying to better understand how we can display these things to to properly reflect of how important they are because you know you don't want to just have everything just laying in a box and have a couple descriptors and, and call the, it a and, day and we got just a short time before the break but <clears throat> you in your talking i don't know what they call themselves anymore it used to be the john paul ii cultural center but uh in dc they were talking about becoming involved in some way yes. or another or even bringing some of their stuff yes they are the hoping collection. to bring some of their collection here for us to see of john paul so II of john paul ii so they have a very large collection out at the national shrine um out in washington dc um you know, I, I watched their YouTube video and was just blown away. It's a 30-minute video. You can go out and Google it. And yeah. um, 
it, it's just amazing what they've done and kind of showcasing his life, how he, you know, what he started from and, and how he became Pope. And he's one of the most beloved Popes in, of all time. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. 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 And, they, and they've really brought him to life. Mm-hmm. And so our hope is with this event, the Vatican Unveiled, that we bring just the history of the papacy to mm-hmm. life. And we'll continue this conversation with Monica Hendrickson uh, uh, immediately after this brief break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kutz along with Cindy Jennings, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. We are talking with Monica Henderson about the upcoming event, the Vatican Unveiled. And if you only could hear our conversations during the break, <laughs> you would really want to be listening to the show all the time. If you only could hear it. It's so it, amazing. There's so much to it. <clears throat> yeah, it's so, unbelievable. So, Cindy, you had a question. Well, I just want to know more about if you get something that's rolled up and you have to which is crazy. Why would it come rolled up anyways in the first place? What are you talking about? Anything, like a signature paper. I mean, there's paper, and so paper's going to be super fragile, and you have to somehow unfold that paper and preserve it. So, like, how do you well, do all it's, that? Because then you just so, get something that's... Yeah, so there's... I mean, it's not necessarily quite like that. So the things that... They're not... They're rolled up. They're folded, generally, not rolled. And so, oh, okay. like, documents, old documents, they're usually the papal bowls are the ones that are folded. So... Paper, like letters and stuff like that, they're folded too sometimes, obviously, but 
that's not Wouldn't an be issue. Be I'm better to roll. With. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but I mean, think of an envelope. You send something in an envelope, oh, you have to, you know, fold yeah. it. But uh, so the papal bulls that I've uh, got, I've had a couple of major, what they call great bulls, that had to be unfolded so that they can be seen because they're folded up, so you can't see them. So just as a teaser for you know for people that might want to be interested in something like this, I am bringing something down to the Twin Cities. There's a a museum preservation uh, organization down there that works with all sorts of different mediums, and uh, so I've. Uh, recently obtained a papal bull uh, it's called a great bull from the year 1138 AD and the great bulls are the like the precursor to the, what we call the modern bull which are the smaller bulls and the great bulls were always signed by the Pope where papal bulls generally were not signed but the great bulls were signed is this the oldest <clears throat> signed document? It, so the one I just was able to obtain is from 1138 to my to my uh, I'm a very limited research, uh, I have only been able to identify one earlier signed papal document outside of the Vatican. And when this. will you own that? <laughs> I have kidding. it now. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, so okay. so uh, I, I, I obtained it probably within the month, within the last month. Wow. And so uh, it, it, with tr- trading, and you know, it's not just a purchasing because I can't afford it. So uh, in my world of collecting, I do some trading as well. And so uh, it was a part of a large trade. And so as far as I know, and I'm going to advertise it as such when we have the Vatican unveiled, the second earliest signed document in the world outside of the Vatican. And it's signed by a Pope by the name of Innocent II of the year 1138. And it's also signed by two future popes as cardinals, as well as a future anti-pope. Ooh. So there's, there's um, a... Uh, some other real main characters, big-time characters that are part of that papal bull. Um, I've got two of those major uh, great bulls. The other one's from 1177, so it's a little bit later than that one. So, yeah, I have to get them unfolded. And, and so, so do they give you a so, time frame of how long that takes, that process? The, the first time uh, I brought the one down from 1177, it, it, was a, it took about eight or nine months. And not to unfold it, but they had it there because they have to go in order of their event, their they have projects, right? Oh, I see. And so it's in line. And so how long it takes to actually do the unfolding, I have no idea. Will it be ready? Yeah, yeah, because I told them that this is going to be for a specific, uh, because, I'm a, because I've been to them before, I've used them before, so now I've got some weight with them. Oh, good. So I was able to get it expedited. So this uh, bull from Innocent II, you will be able to see at the Vatican unveiled, wow. which is coming up. And then once they unfold it? Can they put it in something that does uh, that's so, better for it, so, so yeah, that you don't have to so, be yeah. so, so careful? Again, so this is this is everything when when we're talking about pieces of paper and parchment that are centuries old, everything has to be in non-acidic preservation, museum quality casing, and so uh, that's not cheap. And so everything I deal with, everything I deal with in regards to um, uh, the collection is it has to be in this preserved folders and papers so yes they'll definitely be in that and monica you've seen the first uh, great yeah. papal bullet yes you didn't see this one yet no but, i haven't seen that but yet. you saw the other one mm-hmm. let me ask you this too oh. now are you asking me or monica both of you she's the guest i feel like i'm interviewing yeah. both no. of you. i'm looking at both of you so <laughs> let's talk about the money that comes from this like yes yeah what happens with yeah. that uh, again very generous gift from father rich with as much as 
he needs in order to keep the collection kind of safe and, and protected. Um, he is donating all the proceeds from this event will go to Stella Maris Academy and Star of the North Maternity Homes here in northern Minnesota. So well, it's a great fundraiser. Speak a little bit about the Star of the North because, it, yeah. you know, everybody, oh, not everybody, Stella Maris is a Catholic school. Yep. Everybody knows what a Catholic school is. But. Yeah. So Star of the North Maternity Home was started a couple years ago. I was on the board um, through a, a series of name changes and, and groups that um, kind of came together, called Together for Life Northland. So it was really um, groups that are working together to, you know, that kind of that pro-life movement, um, just supporting women that that need help. Um, and one of, out of a kind of a um, community study came the fact that there's a lot of women who want to have their babies that have no support. They don't have family. They come from um, very abusive situations or, you know, insert any anything um, that is tragic uh, in in lives. It's it's hard when you have, when you're not married and you don't have a support group. Um, so we decided that we were going to open a maternity home and, and help these women that were homeless and needed help with housing, but also with just kind of life-affirming events of, you know, maybe you need to go back to school, maybe you um, need to learn a skill, whatever it might be. So it's more than just shelter. It's it's also programming. So how to how to best take care of your child, how to take care of yourself, um, what resources are available in the community, or if you're moving to another community after, how you know how can they support themselves and the baby so they can stay in the maternity home for up to eighteen months, wow. free of charge. So, and so it's, it's great. So yeah. it's one it's one thing to come and see a real cool event of you know historical stuff, but you're doing it to support a couple yeah. of really good things. Yeah, it's um, and it's very needed. Um, we have served so far, I think, thirty two women um, and babies, and and again, it's you know as as Catholics, we need to put our money where our mouth is and practice what we preach if we want people to to keep their babies and or, um, you know, we also help them if they decide they want to um, give them up for adoption. We try to help them find those right resources and help them through that process because it's a very mentally challenging process, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we want to try to help these women um, that have made this decision, an important decision. Um, And that's really um, why I really wanted to be involved is both of the charities are really close to my heart as well. So how do people find out about the Catholic or the Vatican Unveiled? Yes, we have a website, vaticanunveiled.com. We have tickets online there and and we have early bird ticket pricing right now at 20 bucks for an adult. Um, We have some family pricing out there. We know that there's a lot of families with kids and it's expensive right now. Inflation is through the roof. Um, So we have a family package out there for $40 as well. And, And we planned it in August because August is a beautiful time of the year to come to Duluth. And so with gas prices and Mm -hmm. such, people are not traveling far. And Mm -hmm. so this is a great opportunity for people from our listening area to come and have a real once-in-a-lifetime experience. And it won't snow because it's the only month it hasn't snowed. It will not snow. snow. So if this is successful, everything goes off great, It will. will you do another one? Not in my lifetime. No? (laughs) Really? No, we're hoping, for some, we're hoping for something permanent, permanent. Okay. and then maybe a display that can travel, you mm-hmm. know, to go to other parishes and other Catholic oh, things. But, yeah, nice. Uh, and so, yeah, Monica might help out with some of that stuff, too, as well. Yeah. But uh, this is going to be a great event. So it's it's the Vatican Unveiled. Maybe speak just a little bit yeah. briefly before we go 
just before our preview, say a little bit about when it is and where it is? Yeah, Vatican Unveiled, August 19th through the 21st here in Duluth at the deck. You can go to vaticanunveiled.com to read more about it, get tickets. Um, there's also, you can email us, hello at Vatican Unveiled. Um, we're here to help and we, we want to see people. A lot of people have asked about volunteering. How do they volunteer? Yes. You can actually sign up to be a volunteer at vaticanunveiled.com okay, okay. as well, and then we'll reach out to you. Okay, well, great. Thanks, Monica. We're going to, uh, we'll uh, have you back, of course, as we get closer thank and closer you. to this event. Yes. Yeah, thank you for the update. Thank yes, you. Thanks for coming. All right, is Therese, I think it's time for our. Uh, for our um, uh, preview, right, yeah, of the next yeah. show. You're going to tell everybody about the boring show that there's going to be next because they're the most exciting show is the one that they just listened to. Yeah, I guess so. So on the next Real Presence Live, that'll be tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Tim Mosier is your host coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Father Gerard Braun from the Diocese of Fargo will be on to share about how his parish is celebrating the Eucharist. Then Paul... Paul Thinkpin from will be on to discuss the question: Are we alone in the universe with where, God and the angels? Where's Paul Thinkpin from? I'm not sure. Come on, Therese, I am totally like on a cliffhanger. So, I said, "Where's this guy from? I want to know who this guy is and where he's from." Oh, okay. leave it to Father. Deacon Rich. Michael Dodge will join us during our speaking with a deacon segment. Where's he from? And much more is coming up on the Where's the deacon from, Therese? He's from the Diocese of Fargo. I do know that. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So, so, okay, so it sounds like an exciting show. It's not as exciting as our show. But, uh, but, but still, it sounds like a good show. So, so yeah, so there you go. Um, Cindy? Yes. What are you going to do for, well, first off, what did you think of the show so far? Oh my gosh, it was so good. Loved it. Loved it all. But I'm in, you know, this weather helps me to feel. in a good mood. Yes. Everybody's in a good mood when it's nice out. You have softball tonight, right? I do. I just got a text. If anybody wants to go to softball from Cheryl. All right. So maybe I'll go and be a cheerleader and bring your beer. It's funny because St. Benedict's Parish always has people watching. In Mm -hmm. St. James, our parish, nobody's there watching. Well, you got to win. You have to win a game. I think you're 0 3, right? We're 0 3. That's because I'm not there. It's all right. Okay, come you'll tonight, need then. me as a sub, come and tonight. then you'll win. Yeah, come tonight, then. <laughs> so, so anyhow, yeah. I mean, this has been a great show, and uh, um, so anyhow, yeah. So yeah, it's good. What are you doing with the rest of the day? Work. You said you're busy. I have to save souls. Oh well, that's good. That's I my job. That. I save souls. That's good. I would still like to get somebody with an EpiPen at some point. <laughs> sure. I mean, I don't want them to get sick. That's what you, you get what I mean. Uh, but anyhow, so so yeah, so. Uh, I hope it's not me you have to get with the EpiPen. Are you, I already asked you, are you allergic to anything? Yeah, but I'm not, maybe a bee. I've never had a bee sting. How about if I, I think about this when I'm running. Okay. All right. Are well, we done? Anyhow, I are think we we're just all done. done. <laughs> I'm going to say a prayer. Okay. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. We give you thanks for this opportunity to be with all of our listeners. We pray blessings upon them, especially on this beautiful day. We, we give thanks to God for all the gifts that we have received at all times, especially when it's very nice out so that we can enjoy summer. And may Almighty God bless all of the listeners. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Until next time, God bless everybody. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. 
And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.